Hey, welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna Thomas here, your mother-daughter duo. And this week, we're getting back to the basics. So if you are anything like us, then at this time of year, end of year, you might be reflecting a bit, looking at how the last year went, but also looking forward. Hey, here's how things are going. Is that matching up with how I want them to be? So one of the things that we're going to do today is give you some ways to evaluate, do a little self-evaluation of where you're at. And what's really cool is that we've got two different lenses that we're going to work in. So we're going to talk about a macro approach, viewing three different buckets in your wellness, if you will, in your overall well-being. And then I'll follow up with a more micro or daily approach. So again, it's cool because, you know, it's a great time of year to just kind of do a little check-in with yourself. What do we think about that? Yeah. And we're doing the check-in too. So these things that are top of mind, we get a chance to just, you know, advance the conversation and include everybody else in it too. Now, last week we talked about as we were in more of the thick of the holiday season or any stressful time that you can dial things in and uh, find a a quicker path, maybe an easier way to hit the, um, the ways to feel better and to dial in on the things that you really love and just lean into it even more. And that still holds true. And I, we talked a little bit about, um, how to move in your body. And one of the ways that we talked about, um, was that finding something that you love and just doing it. Now, if we're looking forward and, and, and even backward too, so I'll just make them the same thing. There's actually three different ways I'll review really quickly because I want you to think, how has it been for you overall for the year? If we're moving, there's three different ways, cardiovascular, rhythmic, uh, dancing, cycling, running, walking, things that just repeat and that allow you to move your heart and lungs as the primary drivers there. And then there's strength training. Usually you got a weight in your hand or some kind of weight machine or body weight. There's something that involves your muscular system. That is a different system from your cardiovascular heart and lungs. They work in, you know, together, but this one is being highlighted as really taxing and influencing your muscular strength and endurance. So we've got that. And then you've got your flexibility. Are you involved in any kind of yoga, stretching, uh, recovery type of um, soft tissue work, like, you know, using a foam roller? So all these things go together. And if we're looking at it from this overall arc, think about it. From a historical standpoint for the last year, are you heavy on one of those And some of the other categories are either much less or non-existent. No judgment, but just take a look at it. So again, in times of stress, you lean into the thing that you really like and just do that. Because it's not all or nothing. It's do some. Mm. Do some and do that. So I appreciate that. And I I love giving myself the permission to do that because I just want to still stay in the game. Totally fine. That starts to kick around my perfectionistic tendencies or my (laughs) all or nothing. And it allows me to partner with that as well. So if we look at that, you know, is there one thing that you're doing more heavily than another? And I will say, historically, what I have noticed, women tend to go for cardio more. So just whatever, if that's you, because that's me, but what it looks like in a week for me, knowing that that's the thing I really like, but that's not in alignment with what my goals are. My goal is to get stronger and I want to get stronger. I'm going to spend more time in the strength way to move my body. So let's look at an example for that then. I have had times in my life where I've done like 
three times I've been doing cardio and I love to move like that. I might've done one strength training and, and one type of, of flexibility type of workout and making sure I get a rest day in there. Right now, I've got three strength workouts per week. I've got one dedicated cardiovascular and I love rowing. FYI, rowing is bomb in my book. I really like it. Anybody that's ever had any shoulder issues, when you can use that uh, to create that rhythm, it really feeds my soul. I love it. Um, and then I, I have one dedicated flexibility routine that I'll do. And I have done yoga. Um, right now, I'm doing a little bit more foam rolling. Mm. So it can change. It can change depending on your season. I still am doing things that I love, but I'm also challenging myself to move myself toward what, where my goals are. And if my goal is to get stronger, I need to do more strength things. So again, you look in the past to see what you've been doing. And so if you're listening, is there any area right there in your movement that you're like, I think I'm going to add this. And I like looking at the adding as opposed mm-hmm. to I'm taking something away. Uh-huh. You know, and, and you don't have to do it every single day, but consistently you're going to show up. Is it two days a week? Is it three? And and then commit to that. So I've got the movement part of it. I feel good with where the strength training is. I'm going to keep doing that. Um, so that's where we're looking at for the movement portion. Anything on that, Claire? How are you feeling about that? Well, a lot of the things that you said, I really loved that it's it's not this all or nothing. And again, to go back of the theme of this week's episode, it's about awareness and evaluating. So I love how you said that. But for you listening, just ask yourself, like, is there something that you tend to lean more towards? And does that mm-hmm. align with what your goals are? And if there's something that you do none of, then maybe the suggestion is in the new year, you just try it. Maybe maybe it is taking a yoga class. Maybe it is, you know, getting some dumbbells and trying that out. Um, and it doesn't have to be you jump into three times a week, but I think it is interesting. And each three of those components of movement are important in their own way. They complement each other. They're, they're necessary for this overall, you know, you, just your body, your body wants it, your body needs it. And if there's one, if you're like, oh, I never do that, then our suggestion is maybe that's something that you look into. Yeah. Oh, couldn't have said it better. Uh, it brings me back to the, the, the thought that I have over and over again that I heard many years ago, and it still rings true for me, is that in Western culture, we think that more is better, not enough is enough. So if you like something, like we saw this, like when dance started really hitting maybe like a decade and a half ago, a long time ago, but people were like, I love it. I want to do it every day. And it's like, okay, but that's a lot of demand on your body doing one type of thing. So just be aware as you're doing something that, that we're seem to be influenced with. If you love something, you're just going to do that consistently. Challenge yourself, try Mm -hmm. something different. I like to do things that I'm not good at. And I'm right now in a phase where I'm really not good at some of the things I'm doing. But just being able to focus for that amount of time makes my world a little smaller. We talked about that last week. Uh-huh. And I feel like I even get a grip on my life a little better when I do that. So all in the uh, pursuit of some sort of mastery means you just show up and just start learning and doing different things. So staying in the game for movement like that, finding where you have a deficit and creating um, and Try something different to add to your, to make it more comprehensive. That's one of it. One way to do that from a macro sense, let's look at another category and that is fueling. I'd be lying if I told you that this wasn't really a heated and challenging topic to, for many people. And uh, 
We're not registered dietitians. We're not giving out any kind of, you know, food advice that way. We can't talk about it. We can demystify it in that, even calling it fueling. You got to eat, you guys. There's no moving in order to earn your food. Okay. Just let that land. You don't have to do that. And, you know, in our quiet moments, just whatever messages we've been given or we have adopted, uh, this is the time as you're looking forward. Does that still work? You know, does that still feel true? I'm, you know, I'm unpacking my own stuff, but you don't have to earn your food. You don't have to work out in order to get some calories there. Never. No foods are bad. No foods are good. They're just food. Mm -hmm. And you may notice to your earlier point, Claire, that when you eat things, how do they make you feel? And, and, you know, the most, the closer we can get toward foods that come from the earth in some way, shape or form that aren't super processed. I think that's a healthy uh, recommendation and one that I'm looking at. I heard that the article that we were looking at and as like things that are wrapped in plastic, (laughs) I don't, I try not to consume too many of those. So your fueling is something as how did it go this past year? Is there anything that you want to look at in the future? One other example of that. Um, I did in my own experiment because we're always experimenting, right? And I've been tracking my food just to see patterns. And I noticed patterns and I can see where I stayed with it for a couple of months and looking at it. And then it turned into, I'm just tracking to track. I think I got out of it what I needed. I saw a pattern. And if my goal is to be an intuitive eater, when we had Leah on and, you know, she was really so inspiring with that, that I, you know, I just want to get the information and then play it out. So the things that we're doing, you're learning, but you're also doing, and then you're making a note. Do I need to adjust? Do I, where am I with that? So know that this is dynamic that, and, and, and that makes, that's exciting to me. Because sometimes consistency isn't super exciting, right, Claire? Then it doesn't seem like it, but but we're learning things and we're applying them and we're seeing how they feel in real time to us, not just going on a recommendation. Like you're you're getting to know yourself here. And fuel uh-huh. is going to be a big thing for people. If you feel like you need some professional help with that, then you do. Then you go get some. Okay. Anything to add on that, Claire? Because that's a topic that we talk about a bunch and I learn a lot from you. So thank you for that. Yeah, you know, I think I, you know, have a history with, you know, over tracking foods or thinking that certain foods are bad, or I think it really does come up around this time of year, I have to earn this type of treat. And so a big goal for me, and you've heard me say this before is, you know, when am I teaching my kids? And so that idea of food being neutral has been something really different for me that I'm really trying to lean into. And that's something that I'm going to bring into the new year as well. So maybe even when you're looking at your fuel, it's something broad along the lines of that. Like, I'm just going to stop. If I notice myself saying something's bad or good, I'm just going to take that word away Um, because everything can fit. And I like how you said, mom, just again, noticing, noticing how you feel. If you're feeling a certain way, And then feeling a certain way, because so many times we can just be on autopilot continuing to do the same thing. So maybe this is the year where you just, you take a closer peek and that doesn't mean obsessively tracking, counting everything. And I do like how you said, mom, that it's just one tool. And if that tool does not work for you, then that is absolutely fine. We're not saying that everyone needs to do that, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's a tool you use temporarily just to get some information, right? Get some evidence. And you go from there with it. So I do like how we call it fuel. We all need to eat. It is 
kind of a hot button topic, something a little bit can be hard to talk about, but we, we should be able to talk about it and, you know, destigmatize some of these things. So I like that as a, as a topic. So we've got move, we've got fuel. I think you've got one more for us. Yep. One more. Let's bring it home. And that is what I would consider the driver for all of it. And that's rest. And it came up last week when we talked about uh, moisturizing, you know, making sure your nighttime routine. I'm not going to go into specifics of what, you know, preparing to sleep, but just that sleep is important. For me, that was a, even just noting that, that that wasn't just what I did after I was done doing all the stuff, that there was so much happening physiologically in my body and it only happens at rest. And it, it is so interwoven with the, the choices that we make for food and how we synthesize our workouts and our bodies, like all of it, that it has risen up in the ranks. Like, like now it's like going to bed is like the pinnacle. And, and getting in there, which I never would have thought that would have been it. And just the the holding it for the importance that it holds and and realizing that that's a non-negotiable. And, and, and the reason we put those all together is that when all when those three are happening to some level of satisfaction, for me, life is better. Like that's it. That is the foundation that I'm building my 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 health and my mental health and my physical health, like those all three are really the trifecta of making sure that we're staying well and self-care. And, and I can say for me, the rest was always like the third kind of the shadow one, like it's not, (laughs) it has risen in the ranks. It has, I've, I've had enough times where if you're in a period of your life where sleep is a challenge, like sometimes it makes you sit up and notice them. You're like, okay, and there are definite times in a woman's life. And I love that um, if you're unfamiliar with with our situation here, I mean, Claire and I are mother-daughter. So you get the perspective of two different generations here. And for earlier generations might be where you are raising kids or you're just in a different in a work environment where there's more stress or whatever. It affects your sleep there. Um, as people get closer toward menopause and there's challenges that are associated there, but there's ways that we can manage things. And we're never saying whether it's moving, fueling, or resting, that there's a magic bullet for everybody. There isn't, but there's ways to partner with all these challenges that we have in life situations. And it's up to us to stay just aware, make a note of what we're doing. And if you want to feel better, you can, you can, but it's noting what it is first. And we're just trying to help you get some idea of where to even prioritize your time, Mm. where to even do that. Because there's a lot of stuff out there to look at. (laughs) And we tend to look at some of the magic bullets because those are the things that get a lot of press when actually it's just the big things to take a look at. You will change your life if you spend your time um, valuing, moving, fueling, and resting. It is a great foundation. Well, and I do think that, you know, in conversations that I've had, some people can get really in the weeds with these really little specifics that they want to do to improve their life, maybe in one of these buckets. But you know, that just some of the most basic stuff isn't being looked at, like getting, getting no sleep at all, or always skipping dinner, you know, you know, dancing seven days a week, but nothing else. I mean, it's, it's called back to the basics for a reason. And this phrase that stood out for me, that's in this article that we'll share in the notes by Brad Stolberg is it's simple, but it's not easy. 
So I want to also add that in that the, these tips that we're saying, and especially how we're saying is just to notice these things. And maybe it's some type of tracking. Maybe it's just, again, in your quiet moments, just having a think, allowing your focus to be on these three areas and just doing a bit of a check-in with yourself. That doesn't mean that it's really easy, right? So we just want to throw that out there because I know we always like to give really easy tips for what you can do. That's kind of a Joyful Rebels thing, these efficient and easy tips. But we will say that these three areas, because you can look out at the wellness abyss i almost want to think yeah. of it. like if oh, you want to sure. if you're like my goal is i want to focus on my wellness for next year that's that can feel so daunting and so broad that it might stop you in your tracks from doing anything further so we wanted to offer three different categories of your wellness that are basic that you can build a foundation from there and then you can start to look at some of the other you know more minor details but you've got to get that strong base. And so we've got moving, fueling, and resting. What I want to end with is let's talk about micro. Let, let's give a tip that we can do on the daily. And this is something that I love to do. I've posted about before, but it's three daily wins. So if you're like me, you might have a really long to-do list. Um, I'm still doing my habit tracking that you've heard me rant about many times. And we had an episode on where it focuses on these 10-minute shorter tasks. But for me, I also like to think about, can I have three wins for today? And that can be whatever that means to you. There are no parameters for this. Something physical, something mental, and something spiritual. And so really quickly, physical that's in that movement bucket, whatever that is. And whether it's a quick stretching session, whether it's a walk outside, whether it's one of your group fitness classes, whether you're dancing, rowing, whatever, it doesn't matter. Did I move in some way today that was meaningful for me? The mental, that's just the exercise of your mind. So that can be, did I read for a little bit? Y'all have heard me again talk about that. That is one of my wins for 2023, I will say, getting back on the reading horse. But uh, something, do a Sudoku. A crossword puzzle, do Duolingo. That's another. Mm. We talk about tracking and the dangers of tracking. (laughs) Uh, Not saying anything bad about Duolingo, but uh, did you do something to flex your brain muscle? And then finally, spiritual. So that can be time in silence. Maybe you're in prayer. Maybe that's going out in nature. I feel like that falls in that as well. Mm -hmm. Experiencing some awe, something, noticing that things are bigger than just you. So if you're listening, in the next week, maybe you take a look at what you can do on the day-to-day. Can I have three wins? Whether they're three big things or three small things, it doesn't matter. But it gives you something to do on the daily. You get those three wins. You get that little boost of feeling good. That was a lot, Rebels. <laughs> we, we thank you for joining us, as always. We love having you along on this journey. Until next time.